It is, a, again, a great honor to be here. I love your pastors. Some of the finest people I've met. I enjoy being with them. I always want to be in, enjoy who I'm with. And, and, you know, in life, that doesn't always happen. But we work at it. Amen. But isn't it so nice when you get with people that have the same spirit and, and, and that you really feed off each other and enjoy fellowshipping with? And they're those people. Amen. And it's an honor and a privilege, again, I say it, to be here with you guys and to be here at this church. What a wonderful facility that God has blessed y'all with. Amen. Amen. Can I, can I exhort you a little bit today? I want to thank all of you that sowed seed into this building. I know you've been in it for a little while, you know, but you don't want to forget the goodness of God. No matter where you're going, amen. If he's done it once, amen, he'll do it again. Amen. But if he's going to do it, he's going to do it through you. Are you hearing me? If it's going to get done in the earth, God's going to do it through his people. Praise God. Say that with me today. He's going to do it through me. He's going to use me. Amen. He called me. He chose me. That's the way it works, amen, in the kingdom of God. We're in this earth on purpose, praise God. Just like one of those shirts we passed out says, love on purpose. Amen. It's a major motto in my life. I, I, I got started getting a revelation of God's love. I'm sure I probably shared it the last time I was here. But my pastor taught me years ago. He said, you know, Jeremy, when you start getting a revelation of how much the Father loves you through Jesus Christ... When you start getting a revelation, when it becomes alive, when it becomes a light bulb goes off in you, doesn't mean you see it all. We're still growing in that, right? But when you start seeing the love of God through the work of Jesus Christ, he said, you will not look for anyone to love you again. But all, listen, yeah. But all you'll do is begin to see all the people that he's called you to love. You see, God is the one that will fulfill you. He will, he will totally engulf his presence in you, empower you to be like him. Amen. Do you hear that? I'm going to tell you, I don't know any of us that doesn't want to be loved, but the one love that you want to receive is from the Father first. Praise God. Somebody give him praise. Amen. Say that with me today. He loves me. Come on. He loves me. He does. Didn't ask you how you felt about it. Didn't ask your permission if he could. He just chose to do it. He said, when you, I'm just coming out of the, if there was a horse racing place around here, I'm not familiar where they are, but I'm the guy that just came out of the gate, boy. Here we go. Amen. But think about it. He, he didn't ask your permission, but when you, were, when you were dead in your sins, he chose to love you. He's loved you from the very beginning. Jesus was slain from the foundation of the world. You understand this? He absolutely adores you. He absolutely loves you. With all of himself, he loves you today. Praise God. You say, oh, it's hard for me to receive, apostle. I know it may be hard to receive, but it's still the truth. How about just make a, 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 a decision today? Say, I choose, I choose to believe it. To believe. Despite how I feel. I believe in God. And not only do I believe in God, I believe God. Amen. 
Praise God. You know, I, I want to do an illustration. Uh, Brian, you, you're just perfect. You know, a lot of people, just stand there. Just turn around to the group. You know, a lot of us today, just an illustration to get this in your mind. I was thinking about it. You know, a lot of people believe in God. They do believe God exists. They do believe Jesus exists. Amen? They do believe in heaven. They believe in the earth and hell. And they believe the word of God uh, that that exists and it's real. But it's one thing to believe in. It's another thing to believe. See, believing in. I believe in Brian because I I see him. There's evidence of him right here. Praise God. Right? But you, you're going to go to a whole nother level when you choose by faith. God gives you the spirit of faith. You don't have to try to rise up inside and pull something together out of you uh, to please God. Matter of fact, there's nothing that's going to originate with you that's going to please God. Everything that pleases the Father, He's going to give you. He's not going to call for you to do anything He doesn't empower you to do. He's our total supplier. I'm going to unload on you today. I'm just going to unload on you today. Listen, there's one thing to believe in. It's another thing to believe. See, when you start believing, choosing to activate faith, see the spirit of faith, if you're a born again believer, you have the spirit of faith. You've been given the Holy Ghost. Amen. You have the Father's spirit inside of you. And you activate it by that confession of your mouth. And you say, I agree with God. It doesn't have anything to do with some of you say, I don't feel saved right now. But I know because God said it, I am. And there's some things that many of you today need to access. And it's not going to be based on how you feel today. So I'm, I'm really going after that real quick this morning just to kick it in the teeth, glory to God. So some of y'all can move forward. I believe in Brian. But to believe, here's the image of it. I believe I can be close, near, by, smell his cologne if you had on, see the evidence and things. But to believe, Brian, is a connection. And this is what takes place when you believe God's word, not just believe in his existence, not just believe in he said it. But when you decide to confess and say, I believe you, Lord, you are now yoking up. You are now Amen. It's like the trailer and the hitch going together. They were meant for one another. Amen. There ain't no pulling. There's no power. There's nothing that's going to move forward in your life until you hitch. Hallelujah. But when you hitch, glory to God. Hallelujah. Something can happen supernaturally in your life. You know, I just feel fire today. Glory. Stand on your feet. Come on, get up. Get your neighbor and hook to him. Amen. Right there. Praise God. Do you see that this right here, this act is what it's like to be in a unified church. Amen. We know we got personal things going on and God's going to meet you on a personal way today. 
You got corporate things going on, things that the pastors are working toward the vision to move us forward, amen, and all of us benefit. Amen. amen. But there's one thing that's got to happen. Not only do you need to believe God, you need to believe in God, in your brother, in your sister, amen. We need to be supporting one another. We need to be encouraging one another, amen. So grab a hold, just do a slight pull. Let them know, hey, we in this together. Somebody say amen. Give God some praise, glory to God. Come on, give him some praise today. You can be seated. It's just something about the word I is something about the word we. I like the word we. There used to be a time I liked I. Because I didn't know any better. But the more I walk with God, the more I've gone on with God, amen, the more I see the value of we. Now I can't do everything for everybody. And I can't walk there, walk for them. But I tell you what, if we ever in the last days need each other, if we're going to take a city, if we're going to take a block, if we're going to take a community, if we're going to take the world, whatever it is, we're going to have to do it together. You can't just individually try to pull this off just because you're anointed, just because you know there's a call on your life. Amen. Matter of fact, the most individual place you've ever been in was when you were dead in your sins. When you were separated from God. Amen. Are you hearing this? Yeah. When, you, when you came into Christ, by the word of faith being preached to you, and hearing and believing, he translated, did he not? Out of darkness, out of, out of separation, out of loneliness, and he brought you over into, amen, the glorious kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You belong. To a great family. (laughs) One of the most powerful things you'll ever do is start recognizing Jesus in each other. You start recognizing Jesus in each other, you'll recognize Jesus in you. That's how it works. You start seeing Jesus inside of you. You start seeing how Christ to be formed in you. Praise God. That's what you start looking for in others. But if you're looking, if you're looking at the flesh, you start seeing other people the same way you see yourself. I'm just trying to help you a little bit right here. Some of y'all had some blockages, some challenges. Amen. We don't have a whole lot of time today. But we got enough time. We got enough time. Shake some things off. Deposit some things, rekindle some things, fire some things. God wants to do some amazing things this morning. He loves you that much, amen. You gotta get in position. Gotta get your mind straight, focus today so you can receive all that he has for you. Amen, somebody give him praise. Amen. Praise God. Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 10. It's a very familiar scripture for many of you. Thank you, Lord. Some of y'all already encouraged. Ain't it good? I, I gave you the word, though. I didn't, I didn't pump you up. I didn't stroke no egos today. Didn't stroke no flesh. Just, just charged your spirit with the word of God. Some of y'all are like, what in the world's going on today? Glory to God. It's anointing. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's look at it. Second Corinthians chapter 10. Let's look at um, verse 3. I mean, it's hard to just pick up and start anywhere, but let's just try it here. Verse 3 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Everybody say, People are not my problem. Come on. Say, People are not my problem. They can have problems. Cause some problems, but they're not your problem. Are you hearing this? It says, For the weapons of our warfare, how many know there is a warfare? There is a good fight of faith. Amen. There is some action here that is required. Amen. Wherefore, weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. It exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. That's some work. And if you'll notice, the, the gist of this passage right there is talking about thoughts and talking about the working of the mind. You will find some of the greatest battles you'll ever experience will be right between your ears. And that's where the enemy will attack you. And you got to know that. And most of you do. You're sitting under some of the best teaching that you will ever find. Your pastors and prophets. It's the truth. It's just the truth. I don't say that to, to, to public. I'm just telling you, you're sitting some under. I even, I like being with them. I like to run things by him. I, his wife said she runs things by him. I thought, well, maybe I can too. Amen. Amen. Why? I think everything should be tried. I don't know about you, but if, it, if it's supposed to work, I want to make sure it's lined up so we can. Praise God. I got over being wrong a long time ago. I've been wrong too many times. I just don't want to keep being wrong. You're not going to have, listen, you're not going to have pride in your life and grow spiritually. You, you can't, you, you, you got to be teachable. You got to be correctable. You got to allow. Listen, if you're called to s- submit to one another, you got to first submit to God. You can't even resist the devil unless you submit to God. And submitting is an attitude. And if God said, I'm for you, not against you, he understands, he's very aware. The whole work of salvation was because we missed it, not him. So he's not near hung up with your hangups. He has the answer, praise God. Somebody say amen. But you, you see that that work is between the ears. It's there in the mind. So the enemy will hit you there. Let's look at something. Let me see if I can find that. I just thought of it. Let me see here. I may have it. Just a thought. Thank you, Lord. Dealing with this stronghold. Well, I'll go back to it. 
I know I got it, but I don't know exactly where that might be. But let's go back in. It says, um, casting down imaginations. How many know imaginations? That was just projected. It's images. Images. You can have godly images. Amen. That's projected by the word of God. That's why the scripture tells us to renew our mind. How do you renew your mind? You get an overflow of the word of God in you to where your mind is consumed with the images that's painted by the word of God. Amen. If you don't, you lay it empty. The enemy will come with suggestions. He'll come with things. The spirits do come around and they do to suggest thoughts and, and things like that. One of the dangerous things is when they try to convince you that it's you. Amen. But if, it, if you're born again, are you hearing this? You're born again. You're a new creature in Christ. You've got to recognize. You've got to be able to separate the flesh from the spirit. You've got to know who you are. Amen. If it's flesh, it's a work of the flesh. It's not of God. If it's a thought that doesn't line up with the word of God, you've got to know that you've got to cast it down. Amen. It ain't a swinging, revolving door. Anything can come through and out. You've got to guard those thoughts. Somebody say Amen. You're casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge, the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Wow. That sounds like a little work. I said, it sounds like a little work. I'm going to tell you what's some work trying to catch some raccoons at my house. I know that sounds just crazy, but I'm from the country. Uh, that's just the way it is. I don't live in the country. I don't know how in the world they get to my house, but I'm telling you, there's, this, this is going to sound funny. Uh, I'm not trying to be funny, but I've said it before. It's like Noah's Ark around my house. It's not really, but that's how I referred it because it's, I've had a fox come up right at my, my, my doorstep, a red fox, which I thought, how in the world? Where did you come from? I walked out one day, we're staring down each other. And I'm like, I don't think I'm seeing what I'm seeing, you know. And then I got raccoons and I've got squirrels because I've got pecan trees. You know, I've got anything, you know, whatever may can show up. I've got possums that show up. I, got, I haven't had an armadillo there. I don't know what's going on. Maybe they're spreading the word out because I'm, I put out traps. And it's work. Because I see the little footprints and, and, and things across the areas of my uh, property. And my wife say, hey, you know, Jeremy, you need to do something. Because you know what? If you leave them, you know, they're cute and all. You know, and they're little washing little hands, stuff like that. Little bent, you know, little, little mask on like, you know. That ought to tell you something's wrong when they got a mask on right there. But, but anyway, they're going to get into some things. You know, and so you got to set some traps. And I'll tell you something right now. You got to learn to, to address those thoughts quickly. Amen. Amen. Because they will sit there, harbor and turn into many other things and even can turn into strongholds. They can turn into uh, things that you find tempted, temptations. You know, and those are, the, those are the, the challenges that you'll find when the enemy comes against a believer. He's aware that you have a call on your life more than you're you are aware. Are you hearing this? Some of us feel like we're really coming from the backside. The more you learn about the Lord and his purpose for our life and the call on our life to extend his ministry. Everybody say his ministry. You hear that? His ministry. You know that the only ministry in the earth 
we're talking about is his ministry. We have our names, but all of us are operating under the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are extending his ministry in this earth. Amen. But you know, when, when, you, when, you see, when you see the enemy that comes against you and knowing that his purpose is to deter you, he knows the good things that God has planned. He don't know all of them. He doesn't see the future, but he's been around a long time. He's seen fulfillment of God's will and he don't want it. It threatens everything that he's after. And we're the ones that hold him back. We're the ones with the authority that, that, that stands against the work of the enemy. We're the ones that by the truth of God's word expose, amen, the darkness. We're the ones that have brought the light, amen, and caused the darkness to dispel. That's in your marriage, in your family, in your children, in the workplace, amen. amen. We're the light of the world today. Christ in us. So the enemy is gonna attack you. He is going to come against you. He does not want the will of God to be fulfilled in your life. But God has made provision. Amen. God is not only. There's many avenues. We don't have all our life we could spend studying how God has set us up for victory. Amen. But so many avenues. Do you understand? The Lord himself has prayed for us. Amen. Amen. He's also given us the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's Him inside. Wow. He's given us power. He's given us His name. Hallelujah. He's given us His Word that will stop the enemy in His tracks. Amen. So we have the answers. We just have to put them together. Obey God. God didn't make it hard. He didn't make it complicated. The enemy will use situations, feelings, emotions, all these things to try to complicate things, to get you off course. But I'm going to tell you the same actions of faith is going to stop the work of the enemy instantly, going to reverse the work of the enemy. It's going to recover you. Hallelujah. And hey, I'm going to tell you something. I'll go even further. Do you understand there's things the enemy has stolen from you that you can actually, in Jesus' name, have him repay you back? I'm telling you, the more I've been walking in this, the more I got excited, the Lord began to share with me. I began to walk through some things and I started seeing some things. He said, why would you put up with that, Jerry? And I'm gonna tell you, I've been through some stuff. I was just kind of glad to be here. You know, I'm just kind of, you know, it got to where when you survived it, you thought that was the victory. And you don't come out as strong as what you came in. Something is taken from you in the midst of that. I'm telling you, the church has got to rise up, hallelujah, and it's time for you to take back what the enemy has stolen from you. Your confidence in Christ. Your joy in Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Say, so, well, I just, I just don't know. I don't know about you, I, but I've been through some things, like I said, and that's why it came to me, and I just said, I don't feel the same. 
Well, I got hit from all different sides. I made it through. But I've never seen the enemy on the scene. And when I made him live, he didn't try to take something. He don't ever leave quietly. He's always trying to put something in his pocket. And you got to make him put it down. And we, we haven't learned to do that. Many of us, some of you may have. I'm not even really good at it, I don't think. But I'm just growing and learning by the revelation that God's been giving me in his word. Giving me some access, amen, and understanding that we got authority in ways that we've ne- not even um, begun to access in our life. There's some things that need to come back to you. Now, I'm not talking about stuff. And it doesn't mean that stuff can't come back. Don't get me wrong. Amen. But our focus ain't stuff. But God did restore a lot of stuff to a lot of people, if you look at the scripture, when the enemy came in and stole. Because stuff can be valuable when it comes to fulfilling the will of God. Just like all of you know this, you understand. You you ain't going to do much sick. For the Lord. Right? You're not going to do much sick. That's why we know it's not of God. You can't fulfill the will of God and, and go and do with your sick. It's hard. It's, it's, it's difficult. Especially if something's been lingering in you for a long time. He just, he, it's, it's just the way the enemy works. He just wants you to accept it. Amen. We're not saying so be it to that. I'm just saying we all understand what's being said. And we also know you're not going anywhere and you're not going to help anybody in this earth if you're broke. Right? I don't know where in the world people get off talking about how God's not a God of prosperity. Sure he is. How can you give to every good work if you don't have extra? If the enemy, I just, I just took a side note. Here's a here's an infomercial. I just a little extra. Think about it. How many of you have said this before? So you know what? I'm just thankful I've got what I got, and I got enough to get by. It's okay. I'm very happy. I'm thankful. Let me. That is. I, that, I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying it could be one of the most selfish things you actually say. Are you hearing that? See, well, I did. I said that before. Well, I mean, many of us may have thought that. You know, we are thankful for what we have, but how many of you know it's nothing wrong with believing God to show you how to increase? Now, your increase, come on, amen. It doesn't mean your increase is going to look like somebody else's. Like a pastor said this morning, we don't covet people, the things that they have. We got to walk this walk out, amen. But I'm going to tell you something. You are important. You're part of the body of Christ. You've got something God has called you to offer up. Amen. To bring to the table. Praise God. He wants to increase you. Amen. He wants you to have seed in the ground. He wants you to be involved in things that go beyond just you. Hallelujah. You and your four and no more. Amen. we got a lot to do for the Lord Jesus Christ. There needs to be a release of increase in the body of Christ. Amen. So some of you need to take back some faults that you used to have that the enemy came through. You went through some tough things. 
And he stole out of you some thoughts of increase. You thought about what God might have. You quit dreaming. You quit thinking along those lines. It's too tiring because you got your knees knocked out from underneath you. You went face plant on the ground. It didn't feel good. So it's a whole lot easier to just kind of stay where you are. But I'm just telling, I'm talking to somebody. I'm speaking to the whole church today. But I'm talking to somebody today. This ain't a time to draw back. This is not a time to revert into ourselves. This is a time we get seeking after God with all our heart. Amen. Now it's easy. It's easy when we're in the house and we're in the spirit of the Lord surrounding us. We have a corporate anointing here. Amen. You could cut it like a knife in here right now. Amen. But you know, if you don't get that mind straight, it's going to try to kick in come tomorrow morning. When you go out there and, 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 and go through the, what some of us would think was mundane. We don't see it as worship. We don't see it as ministry. We see it as some supply, amen, that, that we're going to take care of ourselves because we go exchange some time for some finances. But I'm going to tell you, you're going to have to see that God is your source. Amen. He's the source. I don't know if you read the same Bible as I do, but he says, do all. He says, do all. He said, do all that you do unto the Lord. Amen. I want you to know something. There's one of the things I've seen is challenging for many people. They're not operating in an anointing for life. There's an anointing through the Lord Jesus Christ for life. I mean all aspects of life. That means everything you do from morning, noon, and night. That means how you're a husband, how you're a wife, how you're a mama, how you're a daddy, how you're a friend, how you're a brother, apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher, working the helps of ministry. There's an anointing. that comes from Jesus to do all that you do unto him. Let that soak in right there. That right there will change your life forever. It'll change how you see everything. It'll put you on your face. But it won't be a waste of time. He'll minister to you, show you things. He'll open up a different facet of ministry to you. Remember what I was sharing a while ago about the love of God? You won't look for people to love you anymore? Let me say something to you. It's wonderful to be loved. The scripture tells us to love one another. There should be an exchange. What we all agree can agree on is the fact that it's not always going to happen. Especially when you feel like you need it the most. That's why God's got to be your everything. And when it comes, you enjoy it. You thank God for it. But it's one of the things that will help you keep your heart protected and keep you from being offended from some of the people you walk the closest with in this life. My God, the people you wake up with every single day does not need to be 
your problem. They do not need to be the people you think that give you the most trouble. They should be the biggest supporters. You should be the biggest supporters for them. Hallelujah. Somebody do life with Jesus. Come on. That ought to get you repenting right there. I mean, I don't know about you, but I think most of you just heard that said, I want that to change in me. I don't want to be like that. You shouldn't. But you're not going to go working on everybody else. You're going to have to look right here. He's got to be your all in all. He's got to be first. Somebody say amen. amen. So let's look at something else as we move forward here. Let's look at the word stand. I want to give you a couple of things because we're going to see some results. Anybody want to see some results today? I mean, this is good right now. This is like a rain to me. I don't know how you experience it. It's like a good, strong rain in this house today. Amen. Everybody's getting wet today all the way to the back. Some of y'all like, I've sat back here. I don't know about this thing, but man, this guy's got my attention. No, the Lord does. That's the Holy Ghost today. Praise God. He wants your attention. He wants to help us. Amen. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at, um, in Romans here, the word stand. Romans 5, 2, it says, By whom also we have access by faith into this grace. Into what grace? Into this grace. This grace that God has given you. Amen. Wherein, wherein we stand. Everybody say position. And rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Amen. Some of you need hope today. You can't have faith without hope. And you can't have faith without love. That's why we started off at the very beginning. Understand, you're going to access God today for anything. First, you got to just choose to agree with God that He loves you despite anything else you've done. Amen. I've seen some people, they, 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 they're so smart, but they can't access help. They know things, but they don't have a couple of things in place. And one of them is that God loves you first. He loves you first. And then the spirit of faith in which he's given you is going to activate and work because you know he loves you. Some of you today, you've gotten so frustrated because you knew the word should work, but you don't understand that the fact that the reason it hasn't been manifesting the way you wanted to know, you know it's supposed to, is because you forgot about the love. The very foundation of how God's power works and gets to us. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 2, 5 says that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Amen. Well, where are you going to get power from God from? From within the Holy Ghost. Amen. 
So we know that our faith is not going to be in man's thoughts, not even in your own thoughts. It's going to be by the Holy Ghost. And that is the spirit of truth. Let's just walk it down. Amen. He will lead you and guide you into all truths. Amen. Somebody say, God is my answer. There's no situation, there's no circumstance that's, that God does not have the answer for. There's no situation or circumstance that's so unique that God's Word doesn't have power over. Isn't that something how the enemy does that? He convinces us as much as he can. It's just something you, you got a really big mess, boy. Girl, you in a pickle now. Ain't nothing like this on the earth. Not like this. It's not true. God already seen it. God already answered from the very beginning. He said, I've given you all, all things. You know, when you start having that revelation, it, you, it just totally takes the excuses out of your life. You can't even feel bad. You can't even feel sad about something very long. I mean, the, the moment I start trying, to, when the enemy tries to come against me to, to discourage me, he can't even get away with it. I already know better. I'm like, come on. I can't even throw a pity party. But praise God. Thank you, Lord, for keeping me from wasting a lot of time and giving the enemy any ground. I can't feel sorry for myself. I know he has the answer. If I'm going to get it, it's going to come through him, praise God. He's my all in all. Praise God. Doesn't stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of, the hope of, of God. Just put your hand on your chest today. Right here, your innermost being. Say, God in me. By his word. By his spirit. Has the answer. I'm not a failure. Not a failure. I, win I win in Christ. In Christ. I, will never be I will never be defeated. I win, I win in, Christ. in Christ. I'm more than an overcomer. Than an overcomer. Somebody say amen. amen. Great confession today. Amen. Praise God. Give him praise. Amen. Look at Ephesians chapter 6. Real quick. Going back to the word stand. Verse 10 of Ephesians 6. Very familiar passage. Let's just enjoy it for a minute. Look here. It says, finally. Everybody say, finally, my brethren. Finally. Look to your neighbor. Say, be strong, be strong. In, the in the Lord. Come on, look at them. Say, be strong, be strong. In, the Lord. in the Lord. Y'all just got more obedience going. The Lord said we should exhort one another, encourage one another. You just did it. <laughs> Amen. Somebody's like, ooh, I got another one. Glory to God. Amen. So be strong in the Lord. Amen. And the power of whose might? His might. Whose might? His might. Somebody say, do it, Lord. Say, do it in me, Lord. Amen. Tell him, take me higher. Let me see what you see. 
Open me up. Take me higher. Glory to God. Amen. It says, put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to what? Stand against the wiles of the devil. Stand against the wiles of the devil. You know, the word wiles in the Greek, that has to do with basically a road. This is, I'm sure you probably, many of you may know it, but it's not many roads, but wiles, the word is, is meaning a roadway or access point. It's an entry point. And the enemy doesn't have all kinds of uh, tricks up his sleeve. If you read the word of God, it's the same stuff he's always used against man, even to this day. That's why when you start understanding the way the enemy comes at you, amen, you're going to not be caught off guard. You'll be able to recognize him, amen. We don't study the work of the enemy, but the Lord lets us know we should be wise uh, of his devices. And some of us, we're wise on the operation of God. Thank you, Lord. But there's some things we've yet to learn about how the enemy works against us. One of the things that says stand against the devil. Well, we know the name devil. That, that's not a name. That's a job description. Diabalos, I think it is in the Greek. Diabalos. Dia means to penetrate from one end to another. Balos. What does that mean? Uh, uh, let's see. Dia. To penetrate, ballast, to sling, to sling, to throw, to sling. So, so we know there's one thing that the enemy does is come against us, and he's not going to come just one time. A wiles mean an inroad towards you. He's, he sets a point in the area against you, and he's going to come. It's kind of like the, the bully uh, uh, on the playground, so to speak. And I remember hearing that one time. I don't know who told me. It was like, you know, you get that person that's bigger than you sit on the chest and they just take their knuckle and just tap you in the chest. Well, at first, you're just irritated because you can't move. But after a while, it becomes extremely frustrating. And all of a sudden, that little tap right there and that persistence of that tap, and it keeps on and keeps on and keeps on. And without some help, that's going to hurt. I mean, you just take a drip of water on a stone over a long period of time. The force of that drip, what looks to be nothing on one, one drip, but over again and again and again, eventually it begins to penetrate through that surface. And that's how the enemy works against you. To keep slinging, what is the name Satan? Slanderer, accuser. He's going to sling accusations against you, against your brother, against the people. Right? Slander. Paint images. Project thoughts of fear. Just the power of a threat. It didn't even happen. But the possibility of it. When you lean more toward that, the enemy's going to snare you. You've got to lean heavy to the Word of God. Amen. That's why he says, think on good things, praise God. Love is thinking the best. Somebody say amen. amen. How many are still with me this morning? Amen. How many say you're getting help today? Amen. So he's going to sling. He's going he's to he's try to penetrate from one end to the other through an inroad of thought or situation that he's observed and thinks that he can come against you with some temptation or some thought against your brother or something that has to do with the flesh or come against you financially, but it's always going to be against the Word of God. 
The Word of God will shut it down. And many of you today say, well, I'm just a mess, Apostle. My mind's all over the place. Well, not right now. You're thinking real clearly right now because you realize, you're realizing, whoo, I need help. Glory. And you're in the right place, glory to God. God's not here to just prove to you he's right and prove to you he's wrong. He wants to bring you up, hallelujah. He wants to impart his wisdom, his encouragement, his word, amen, that will come forth in the most times of trouble and be a standard against the enemy, hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Amen. Let's go on. It says, stand against the wiles of the devil, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of the world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand, withstand. That means to resist. Somebody say, resist. Resist. Say, resist. Resist. In the evil day, and having done all, stand. Well, I want to give you a quick synopsis of 2 Corinthians chapter 20. Would you go there with me just a minute? You don't have to go in scripture if you want to, but I just want to share with you. What did I say, Corinthians? Like I said, 2 Chronicles chapter 20. (laughs) Just get it. You'll see there, very wonderful passage of scripture with Jehoshaphat getting a bad report. Lord ministered to me early on in my life with the Lord in this passage. And everything kind of ties together today with a good example right here. Jehoshaphat gets this bad report. And after that, we see what he does in verse 3. It says, and Jehoshaphat feared. But when you look up that word in the, in the Hebrew... It says to morally revere. Now there's multiple aspects of that word, but there was a part of, of, of Jehoshaphat, though it was a, a challenging situation, and I'm sure the picture painted by words was very challenging. How many have gotten a bad report? Words matter. They paint pictures, folks. It does matter what you say. And it does matter what you hear. Some things you may not can keep from it. But we need to. Are you hearing this? That's why today this, this highway of information from all different levels, we've got so many voices coming into our life. And we think we can handle it. But I'm going to tell you, it can confuse some things. I'm going to tell you, you've got to shut some things down. Hallelujah. I mean, it's for your own sanity. You've got to shut some things down. And if you're walking this out with others, you need to sit down and tell, with, tell them what you're thinking. And see if you can get some people in the house in agreement. There's, there's power in agreement. That doesn't mean that they, you know, will, but hey, why not sit down and say, look, y'all might not have a challenge with this, but I do. And I want to take some ground in this area. Would you agree with me and help me? Well, at least you want some people supporting you, glory to God. 
Sometimes we just don't even communicate right. We just, we just go off and say, I'm going to do it. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm not going to watch this or watch that. And you come through and everybody's watching that. And everybody, like, what's wrong with you? Nothing. You know, and you're trying to walk out the will of God, but you're not explaining things to people. Now, you know, there's people in the world you can't explain to. They're not going to get it. But the people you're living with, the people you're running with, they, man, you need to share some things. Come on. Some practical things. Get some agreement on some things. Take some ground. Jehoshaphat said he feared, and he said, and he set, he set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout Judah, all Judah. Now I want you to see this, he set. That is a positioning word, you see it in the Greek, I mean in the Hebrew, in multiple areas of, uh, of examples there. Some would be from a self a self. Um, supporting situation like you sat down, but also you'll see that word have a, 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 a connection to the word stand also in its definition, even out of Hebrew into to, to the Greek. They connect standing and being set. You go on and see here in the passage that the leader did this, Jehoshaphat, right? And after he called in for the women, the children, he didn't leave anybody out. Good communication under this circumstance with everybody. And it goes on to say that the people did the same thing. They set themselves toward the Lord. Somebody say set. Said I got in position. The more I studied this, the more I saw the power of agreement again in what we would discuss the work of faith in our life. I gave you an illustration this morning about what it is to believe in God and I also gave you the illustration of what it is to believe God. This also will run hand in hand in one of the definitions that you'll find it results in the work of holiness. Not every work of holiness. Understand, but do you understand there's an activation of holiness that comes when you become a believer. He does what? He sanctifies you by His Word. Are you hearing this? There's, there's, some, there's some things that's going to take place and it's a work of progress you know, that you're becoming because Christ is being formed in you. But God's a God of faith. He sees you as complete. And some of us, you try to act, access things of God based on where you think you might be spiritually. And sometimes it does matter where you are. But sometimes you don't need to try to access God where you think you might be. You need to access God based on who he says you are and where he says you are. It doesn't work the same in every area. There are some things that you might go before God and, you're, and the Lord knows he's not saying no. You're just out of time and you're praying amiss. You understand? You're going after a certain thing that's not in, in, in the right order. He doesn't say, he didn't say no to you. He just says, come here. Let's get some things back straight. Let's get this. You know, that's the way it works. All the promises are yes and amen. But there's some things you're going to access from the position that he has given you through the Lord Jesus Christ. And there's a holiness that comes in an agreement when you agree with God. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Some of you, you quit trying to be good. And quit trying to be better. 
There's nothing wrong with being better. I mean, I'm sure every one of you that's got a golf game or you got some things in life that you're improving at, don't misunderstand this. But I'm just telling you something. Good and being better is very limited. Christ being formed in you is everything. There's no way for pride to get in the midst of that process when you're totally, de- totally dependent upon the Lord doing it in you. Amen. Well, you got this situation. He calls them all in. Well, it's very interesting what happens. It says that um, in verse um, 15, and he said, hearken ye all Ju- Judah uh, uh, and the ye inhabitants of Jerusalem and thou King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, be not afraid nor dismayed by the reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God. Now something happened before then, I don't, not gonna take uh, the time to go through the whole process, but there was a positioning. Jehoshaphat as a leader got in it, and then you see a more of a description of how the people got in it, and it looks something like this. They got down on their face. <laughs> they positioned themselves before the Lord. You know, you don't have to get down on your face to position yourself by faith unto the Lord, but sometimes those type of actions can mean a lot. Amen. Just like you don't have to come to an altar and have somebody lay hands on you to receive from God. You can receive where you are. But there's sometimes the Holy Ghost, no, He knows everything. But there's sometimes in the process of you receiving, you need to obey Him and just do what He says. And not try to negotiate how you're going to get it. Just listen to God. He's got the answer. And He's willing. But something happened. He got down on their face like this. And when they did that, the scripture says that the Spirit of the Lord came in the midst of them. The Spirit of the Lord came in the midst of them. Are you hearing it? There's an onslaught attack against the body of Christ today. And I'm going to tell you, we've got to rise up, not just individually, praise the Lord, but if we're going to take the city and push the enemy back in areas, I'm going to tell you, it will happen on a, on a one-on-one basis many times, but we at least, like the pastor said, we need to have the same vision. We need to have the same agenda. We don't need to be seeking after what we think our personal things are. We need to find out collectively what's the vision of the house. What is going on collectively? Because there's power there. I can't tell you how many times I've run across people that the moment they get a whole, an understanding of the anointing, and they think they got a call in their life, instead of being an ex- extension of the local body, they just go out thinking they've got an individual ministry now, right. build it all around the gift, but they never even allow the gift to mature in their house. You got a gift, it ought to be blessing everybody up in this house until everybody knows, including the pastor, you got to go. Amen. I thought I'd just share that. It'll protect you. It doesn't mean you're not anointed. Doesn't mean you're not called to go. You've heard it before. 
But maybe it brings even a bigger reminder today. You want to be sent. Hallelujah. If you think there's a misunderstanding on how everything's seen, you think God don't know? You don't think God don't know how to straighten it out? Don't make a way for yourself. Let him do it. Listen, there was a corporate thing going on here, and I've been hearing that in my spirit for a long time, and that's why I'm submitting it in in this house. Every one of you know you're going to walk out the door here, and you're going to have to walk out your faith with in the Lord, but I want you to understand something. There is a corporate anointing in this house today and a vision that God has blessed them with how to extend the work of Jesus in this whole area. And not only that, around the world, you should be all in it. Hallelujah. People say, well, I just don't know what the will of God is. It is the will of God is to know the Lord. Amen. And to be active in the kingdom of God and not by yourself. Well, here it is. The spirit. There's some things that we've got to be in unity with to stand off and hold off the work of the enemy. That's why we hear a word such as this. Helps us individually and also helps us in the house. Amen? The Spirit of the Lord comes in the midst of them, begins to tell them that he says, this great multitude is coming against you for the battle is not yours, but who? God. Look what else he does. He reveals. He reveals by the Spirit of God where the enemy's going to come in and attack. What an awesome gift. There's some things right now, some of us, you haven't been in prayer meeting for a long time. You're still trying to work out your own individual prayer life and you probably don't feel like you're doing very well at that. You know what? I don't know how they operate here, but I imagine there's prayer teams here. I imagine there's, there's people that are coming together praying and I believe they're active. You should be in it, hallelujah. Amen. Come on. Amen. Thank you for your overwhelming enthusiasm for that, sorry. <laughs> for that part. I didn't ask you what your schedule was. You know, you, you, you know, don't mess with me. You made the schedule anyway. Everybody like, I did, didn't I? I agreed to it, didn't I? How many times we, we get over in that thinking, I just got to do this. I got, well, you know what? You agreed to it. Uh, y'all liked me a while ago, but I don't know about that. Hey, there's plenty of time, plenty of room to get it right with God. And it's going to pay off dividends like you've never seen. Somebody say amen. Amen. They got in the midst of, uh, uh, the the Lord came in the midst of that congregation, began to show them where the enemy was going to come in at. And he said to this, he says, tomorrow go down against them. Verse 16, behold, they come up the cliff of Ziz and ye shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. Now remember, the Lord had just told them, the battle's not yours, it's mine. Somebody say it. Say, the battle's not mine, but it's yours, Lord. Just show me what to do. Amen. Verse 17. He says, ye shall not need to fight. Ye shall not need to fight. 
in this battle. Here we go again. But set yourselves. Set yourselves. And what? Stand ye still. And see. And see. Set and stand and see. The battle's not yours. I'm going to expose the enemy by the gifts of the Lord. Amen. You think the Spirit of God's up in here with us today? I know He is. He's rising up in you, and He's here corporately. Angels of the Lord are with us today. Hearkening to the Word of God right now that's being preached. Glory to God. Battle's not yours, but set yourself, stand, and see. Say, help me, Lord, right now. Get in position. Glory to God. Say, I want to see. I don't know about you. I want results. Glory to God. I want results. I don't want to just talk it. I want to live it. I want to see it in my life. Hallelujah. I'm not going to lay charge against God. Amen. If it's something not working, it ain't because of him. He's already told me he's given me all things that pertain to life and godliness. Amen. I know if there's something ain't working, it's something I may not be working. Amen. But he says it's mine. Say it's mine. Goes on to say, You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourself, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. How many are willing to believe He is with you today? Bible says that Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. All Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Amen. They began to praise and shout and dance right there in the midst of the congregation. It obviously grew late that day with their celebration. God had answered them. But there's something interesting that took place. Verse 20 says, And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And they that went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe His prophets, so shall you prosper. You hear it? What was he saying? The Lord has already spoke to us. Amen. You have your trust in the Lord. You not only that, we have received prophetic word. Amen. Of how the enemy's going to come. He's reminding us. Sometimes we just got to be reminded. We've heard it over and over again, but we've got to be reminded. Let me tell you why. That word there, Tekoa, you see it said the wilderness of Tekoa, it means a place of firm pressure. That's why I want to show you today when the enemy goes to slinging against you on a consistent basis, he continues to sling and continues to sling some of the, the, um, the, the temptations of thoughts or whatever it may be. He wants to penetrate and there's going to be pressure and you've got to learn to understand to handle some pressure. 
You've got to know that just because you're under pressure doesn't mean you're weak. Because the Lord is strong. Amen. There is a resistance and it comes from the glory of God, the presence of God inside of you. Now they still had to go out and face it. Next thing happens, Jehoshaphat tells them, now I need the singers and the praisers. They were praising God yesterday. But now they out there looking over that hill. They see the, the challenge. There's Monday morning for you. And whatever's going on. Huh? And there they go. And now Jehoshaphat, what is he? You hear the pastor saying, everything we've been teaching, everything we've been training you for, give you the ability that you're not going down out there. Amen. You're going up. Hallelujah. You're going to shine the light. You're not going to succumb to the work of darkness. You're going to overthrow it. Amen. You're going to overcome it, even in your individual life. And then he appointed the singers and the dancers. That makes me wonder if they were willing at that time. I don't know. I've had it many times. My pastor said, sing, son, sing. I'm, I don't know if I want to say, sing. <laughs> I've, had the, I've had my pastor say, dance, Jeremy, dance. Start dancing right now. Dance. I'm like, I don't feel like dancing. I don't know what I'm, what are you talking about? <laughs> I know it's funny, but it's the truth. Something happens when you activate the word of God. Amen. And the Bible shows us there that when they begin to sing, he appointed, the, he said, appointed the dancers. He called them out, go and sing. Go and worship. Start singing. You're like, I don't feel like it, Pastor. Remember when you got in the face of Pastor Brandon's wife, Sister Jeannie? When you're under pressure, you've got to thank God for those around you. Amen. Your pastors are wanting to grow you up. They want to correct you. They want to establish you and, and, and pour everything you can, they can inside of you so that when you do have those challenges, you'll hear the word of God come forth and you won't be overtaken by the onslaught of the enemy slinging things against you. Hey, Amen. They begin to dance and praise and sing. Stand to your feet, if you will. Dance, sing, and praise. And the Bible says that the enemy got confused. See, there was once a time you were confused. There was once a time you were challenged. But now you carry the power to diffuse the work of the enemy. It's not just a good saying. It's the true power of God. He's light. When you flip the switch and the light of God inside of you goes off. The enemy. Amen. By the word of God. When you submit to the word of God and resist the devil, he will flee. Bible says on, on that matter after that place of pressure, you might be under pressure today, but God's got your answer. Bible says that, that after that took place, the enemy fell on himself and they destroyed themselves. And guess what? All they had to do was to sing and praise God and stand. They set themselves. They took a position. There's your power of holiness. Something happens when you and God choose to agree. When you begin to agree with God's word. Amen. I truly believe today there's marriages that's going to be made whole. I truly believe that there's going to be healings manifest in your body 
And it's not because of how good you are. It's simply today you have been convinced. You have been persuaded to agree with God. Hallelujah. And the enemy's going to be confused. And he's going to be defeated. You're going to see the manifestation of that defeat. defeat him being defeated. Not only that, a whole other message comes. It took them three days, Pastor, down in the valley of Barakah to pick up the spoils. One day, I'm going to preach that. I'm living it right now. But I'm going to learn to get the spoils of the attacks of the enemy. Took them three days to pick it up. You don't come out broke. You don't come out broke down. You don't come out tired. You come out fresh. You come out restored. Hallelujah. But you got to know how to go in there and get it. This survival mentality will flee. You'll be ruling and reigning. Abiding in Him and Him abiding in you. Thank you for joining Pastors Chaz and Joni today from Houston Faith Church. If you're looking for a good home church in Houston, Texas, we'd like to invite you to be our guest anytime. What you'll find is that Houston Faith Church is highly committed to the Word of God, the love of God, and the Spirit-filled life and ministry that Jesus expects. We know that everyone wants to make a difference in this life, and that the Great Commission of the Lord Jesus Christ is the main thing for all of us. You'll find your purpose here and grow strong in faith at Houston Faith Church. Find more faith-building resources on our YouTube channel or subscribe to our free audio podcast. You can also connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. See you soon.